1: So I was so busy looking up that Brussels sprouts recipe that I didn't have our show sanitized. In front of us. <laughs> it's the Colleen and Bradley show mytalk1071 One, streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer. Hi. Happy Monday everybody. It's a she new week. It. We made it through the weekend. <laughs>
2: everybody have a good weekend
1: um saturday was phenomenal right phenomenal oh do, my do, gosh. do, do, do. phenomenal, phenomenal. Do, 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 do. but
2: sunday not so much
1: sunday was uh interesting uh and Oof. when snow like that comes i think the only thing that we can do is just take a check of the world and ask how many inches did you get what? uh six five one six four one one oh seven one how many inches did you get yesterday
2: how many inches did you get in your backyard?
1: Or your front yard. Yeah. Easter Sunday, how many inches did you get? We got way more
2: in the backyard yesterday. Did you? I will you? tell you that for free. Six,
1: five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. How many inches did you get? Uh, and you many know many what? You know what? Listen, seen. you can just estimate with your eyes. You don't have to actually oh, get the you ruler feel out. It.
2: I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, You, you can really... just feel how many inches you got yesterday. It's true.
1: Sometimes you don't even have to look in order to know. No,
2: I can tell you right now.
1: Are you going to tell us?
2: I think we got like four.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know. It's you know. hard to
2: tell between, you know, like when it's like around three to five, you're like, meh.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything more than that? Whoa. Yeah, I know. That'll That's... pack a punch. Well, no, six, you five five remember. One, six, five, one, six, four, one, remember, one, oh, uh, seven, one. How many inches did you get? It's uh, just unusual
2: yesterday? to get the inches uh, on a Sunday, especially Easter Sunday. You're not used to getting a ton of inches on Easter Sunday. i
1: thinking about that. No. Mm-mm. Can we talk about how sloppy... Oh, oh, was all
2: yeah. Well, and it's sloppy for such a small amount,
1: right? Right. You, know, you don't expect that, yeah. really, but it's true. It was it was a really sloppy. Like, how many inches would you say you got, Holly?
3: Ah, uh, you know, I would say maybe like Bradley, a nice three to five. But usually, it's nice and tight and yeah. packed. Right. But this was all sloppy and it was loose, just kind of. Bleh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, really soft, like a s- soft slushy. Not it wasn't it was heavy and wet. No, it was. You couldn't really do much with it. That's the other thing. You couldn't really do much with it. On other days, uh, you know, when you get three to four inches, you know, you can you can play around with it a little bit. You can you know, yeah, but who, do exciting who wants things. to
2: spend time on three to four inches?
1: That's true. Six okay. five one six four one. One oh seven one. Don't know why you guys. I was kind of hoping
2: the twenty percent, because I was looking to see uh, what the likelihood we were going to get like a big fat ten inches, Mm -hmm. and um, they were saying that like there was only a twenty percent chance we were going to get that much, and I was kind of holding out hope. But I am a little bit of a size queen when it comes to you know snowfalls like this because it's it's so unusual, right? right? Like it's not it's not.
4: Every Easter Sunday variety that
2: that on April, whatever you're going to now, because like, look, I'm not a stranger to a few inches in April.
1: That's true.
2: uh, Because I celebrate my birthday at the end of the month. And Mm -hmm. you kind of have that moment where you're like, oh, I guess we're doing this again. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that's the way it is. But
1: Prince actually sang a song about it.
2: What? He did. Did he?
1: Oh yeah, many songs. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. How many inches did you get yesterday? I can't believe nobody wants to talk about it.
2: That's because they're too busy. Um,
1: they're dealing deep. with it still. Yeah. Not too really, because it's gone.
2: Up. Let's t- let's talk about the fact that before that was over, it was done.
1: Well, that's the thing. Mm. It's just like there. By the time and I gone. went to
2: bed, there was very little evidence mm. on the patio anyway that we'd gotten that much. I mean, you know, you could still see on the treetops and on the like railing and stuff, you could still tell that there was some significantness.
3: Yeah. I still had to do some cleanup this morning though. Did you really?
1: Yeah, some residue.
2: Oh, but it did it get hard decide, this morning?
1: Like, my thing is you guys, I don't I don't touch it. Like after it fall like once it's here, I'm done. Yeah. Uh I leave the I leave the cleanup to, to my husband, frankly. because uh, 'cause I'm over it.
2: Um, It was really hard this morning. Mm-hmm. I noticed it had turned hard. You know, it was soft um, and f- like wet and heavy last night. Mm-hmm. But this morning it was it was pretty hard. Yeah. Especially on the patio. Mm-hmm.
1: My drive. You got to be
2: careful because you don't want to hurt yourself.
1: Right. That's true. My drive in was really interesting because I felt like I was still dealing with it in the car. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it got better by the time I got here. It's like it never even happened. Tina's on the line. Hi, Tina. Uh, Tina, can you tell us, oh, we got to get Tina, Tina with us. Um, hello, Tina, Tina, how many inches did you get last night? I'd
0: say about six to eight. You can still see quite a bit of Whoa. it. Uh, yeah. We're in New Richmond, Wisconsin. Oh, I heard Wisconsin. You got
1: some rural
2: inches. I
1: heard Wisconsin, yeah. uh, got it way, way harder than we did. Thank yeah, you. So it lasted pretty much all day. Lucky. Oh my gosh, Tina, thank you for your a call. right uh, out. And good luck to you dealing with all that's a lot. Let's yeah, go to Jack. But
2: she's still cleaning
1: up. I no kidding. Hi, Jack. How many inches did you get yesterday?
4: Ha ha. We got zero up here in Duluth. Ha 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 ha. Oh so I wanted to you wish feel Brad cheated.
2: What's that? Uh? You feel cheated.
4: <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm in this I got spring fever. So you know?
2: Jack, uh yeah. off the top of my head, or your head rather, um, yeah. How many inches were you expecting to get yesterday? Yeah, were you
1: expecting anything?
4: Oh, zero. I, I we were just nip and tuck on the corner oh. edge of it. There were a couple of flurries, you know, like like people with bad dandruff walking past, you know, but it wasn't like that. All right, and uh, I'm following you on Twitter, Brad. You got a really funny looking face.
2: Oh well, thank you. Oh, I appreciate well, that's that.
1: That's lovely. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take Jack. that as a
2: compliment. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Jack. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've said that to him. Thanks for your call, Jack. Let's go to Julie. Hi, Julie. How many inches did you get yesterday? Oh, uh, we got about four. Ugh.
2: Nothing
1: no big exciting, deal. But this conversation is hilarious. If you're coming in mid sentence. <laughs> mm. Uh, thanks for your call, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Uh, I'm not sure those, why that would be funny. I don't but... either. Yeah. Enjoy those Maybe. four inches. Yeah. yeah,
3: we're just talking about a natural phenomenon, right? Nothing... That's why I was
2: asking Jack, off the top of his head. Yeah, how many inches did he think he right. was going to get?
1: Yeah. He didn't, and apparently he didn't think he was going to get any.
2: Yeah, he said nip and tuck. Well, around mm,
1: the edges. You know, so. mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Uh, no, I feel like you know. You might still be dealing with it a little bit. By the end of this week, we'll forget it ever happened. We'll forget we ever got any inches. Yeah. Do
2: you ever remember three to four inches? No. Rarely. This I mean, rarely. Not, this is not happening. The
1: only thing remarkable about it, to your previous point, Bradley, was that it was on Easter. Usually on Easter, yeah. I'm not expecting that's just not an oh. Easter activity.
2: He is risen
1: yeah exactly something. used so, to hearing that indeed sometimes you just have to be
2: three to four inches in the backyard not so much
1: mm-hmm.
3: open to those three to four
2: inches that's true
1: you have to just be open how can
2: you not be really I mean, that hard d-
1: yeah it did feel oddly right yesterday right did it it did just you know eh,
2: like oddly be, right like you, you know you're just like
1: it? ah i've been home so long it's been kind of rough i guess we'll get four inches i don't know yeah
2: i mean it's not something you're gonna sit on that's true. How true that is.
1: Um, well, we got a great show planned for you today on the Colleen and Bradley show. If that wasn't enough, um, <laughs> we'll be talking a little bit later on oh. with a MyTalk uh, partner who's still open for business. We've been checking in with some MyTalk partners to see how they've been doing uh, in this time. Uh, we'll also be uh, talking about weird things that you're doing all because you're stuck at home.
2: Um, can I right? ask you a question? Sure, why? What weird... Why?
1: I mean, sure. <laughs> what? I don't know,
2: because we got a show to do.
1: <laughs> Why do um, you want to talk to me? <laughs> I don't know.
2: Funny story. Uh, it's what we do. No, I was just going to ask you if you did anything fun this weekend.
1: Oh, uh, good question. Thank you for asking. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't believe no, that.
1: Actually, you know what we did this weekend? That was re- It was really nice on Saturday because it was so gorgeous outside. Um, We got some some of the yard cleaned up not all the way cleaned up because again we knew that there was a promise of getting like four to six inches but we cleaned stuff up because you do want to prepare a little bit sometimes um so we cleaned up a little bit we uh got rid of some stuff that we didn't need anymore that was kind of nice uh and then you know what i went amish again I made some buns from scratch.
2: I don't. You just love the Amish vibes we're I all do. feeling. How I are your buns? How they turn out?
1: Really good. Seriously, I think I figured out the secret to perfect. buns. What's the
2: secret to perfect buns?
1: Um. Well, first of all, the last time I did the buns, they were a little too small. I needed bigger buns. Yeah. Because we were put. Because my husband made some significant. <laughs> He made a significant burger last night, and so we needed to have a. So bigger... there
2: was a lot of meat for the buns, <laughs> exactly. is what you're saying. Okay. So
1: I had to make I had to make bigger <laughs> buns, but I figured out like how to make them so that they don't like pop in the in the <laughs> oven. Yeah, nobody likes. <laughs> So I had to like you actually gave me the tip. You have to do like a little no,
2: people. I got I got tips for days. You just <laughs> like buns ha- tips. I
1: had to slice a little to let the steam out right yeah. in the top. And then yeah, because I... you
2: don't want them to get like if the bun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't even do it. And then we I had, tried, and then we I tried. popped it under the broiler for a couple minutes, and it made it ni- them nice, and so they were just lovely.
2: I do have a question though about his Fluffy buns. about your husband's burgers. <laughs> Like a legitimate question. I know. I'm. I'm What kind like? How does he make a burger? Mm. Because here's the thing: Mm -hmm. there are two kinds of burgers. Good ones and
1: bad ones. ones. Well, you know what he did last night is so we had I had a oh my gosh how are we like in Cook Chat now I don't know anyway we had I had ordered um some ground pork and also some ground beef
2: ooh so you did a combo Mm -hmm. but here here's my question
1: with shallots yeah do you put any
2: sort of filler. Like an no. egg or
1: yeah, like a binder? I think he does an egg. Actually, okay. you know what? I don't know. I don't watch him. Uh, that's a solo experience for mm. him. So I just let him alone to do his thing. Yeah. But but uh, a little shallot. And then he... Uh, I mean, they're really healthy. He, he cooks them in butter on the cast iron.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, it Reliefful.
1: was... They were really good. Okay, good.
2: Yeah. All right. No, I was curious because sometimes um, I feel like people overwork their meat. <laughs> and then it gets kind of like dry and chewy yeah and i also wondered if he put anything in it because i tend to um i'm i'm trying to like not put stuff in my burgers mm-hmm. or my meatballs i made some balls the other Did like you? last week
1: Guess what we're doing tonight are you
2: making meatballs
1: yeah oh, okay i know exciting boy this has been fun <laughs> for everybody when we You're come welcome. back on the colleen and bradley show elizabeth reese is bringing all the dirt straight from hollywood it's a dirt alert on my talk 1071
2: this is a my talk dirt alert
1: The one and only Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. How are you? Good. How are are you? you? Good. 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 Happy Monday. Um, Olivia Munn is talking about weddings. So she is in this love wedding repeat show or movie on Netflix. And there's a trailer out for it. Oh, okay. Um, And she was asked about weddings and if she has like thought about planning her own wedding. And she said, no, I never have ever been that girl. And I'll hear about friends who have and I'll just never be the person that's like, oh, I can't wait to get married. This is what it's going to be like, what my ring would be. I don't really have any of those. Um, She also added the idea of getting married has always Made me a little, it gives me, I don't know what the word is for. I'm like, is it hot in here, right? Mm. <laughs> it gives her a little bit of panic. So um, she is not in a rush to get married. She dated uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers from 2014 to 2017. At the time, there were lots of reports that she was the one who caused the rift between Aaron Rodgers and the rest of his family, including Jordan Rodgers, who won Bachelorette JoJo's heart. Mm-hmm. Remember? Um, I do. She said, "You know, what's funny is I've only gone to maybe four weddings in my life, but the weddings I have gone to, I do find boring. I always think this is interesting at weddings. I feel like the wedding part is really for whoever's marrying them because you only see the backs of your friends' yeah. heads." <laughs> You know, I mean, someone is, is some not feeling really, great about really the, big thoughts and feelings.
2: Well, I was going to say also, like people's feelings about weddings are about as necessary as people's feelings about their weddings, <laughs> right? Like, I I'm grateful for people to have those things for themselves mm-hmm. and the cake for you and the cake Love for me. Cake. Bitch, I'm you better have cake. a cake or we're going to have some problems. But no, my point is like like people having I, you know, I'm aware when I start talking about what I like at other people's weddings, it's about as useful as people telling me, you know, about the experience they had planning their wedding.
1: I have so many thoughts about what makes a great wedding. I totally do. Um, I have so many thoughts and feelings. I also have so many observations about like what's done right at weddings and what's done wrong. I do because I think it's good that you know that about yourself. I do. And it's not like I I was kind of like her. I wasn't really ever fantasizing about my wedding. I never really thought of that. I never thought of being a wife and mother as something that I absolutely had to do that was fulfilling to me. I always thought more about my career. But um, when it comes to weddings... I think people make so many mistakes and they do it they do so many bad things. <laughs> well to me I think the biggest mistake of anybody's wedding is if you care more about the wedding than you do about the actual Well that's 100% marriage. it but also if you care more about yourself than you do about your guests experience. I think that that is a big mistake too. Yeah. People mm-hmm. get so hung up on this like it's my day so I'm doing this and they don't think about like It should be a coordinated experience for your guests from the minute they get there until the minute they leave. Well, the that act be... of hospitality it's and thought out in terms of timing and all this stuff like it i mean these weddings that like start at noon and then the receptions at 5 makes me crazy what is happening here
2: i <laughs> again like i not since we're going there it's like let's just go listen it's a pandemic tell. what
0: else do yeah we can do. talk about this if we you want, want to tell. talk
1: about coronavirus i don't think so like
2: also just duly noted that nobody's having weddings right now right. so this is all a moot <laughs> subject but like you can tell when somebody has Planned the wedding around their own experience yes. versus when they've included the people that are in attendance yes right yeah
1: yes elizabeth i'm sorry to take us off of wedding chat but i have a really important question to ask you okay please do uh have you heard of the tv show that's premiering tonight that's part of bachelor nation yes Are you going to watch it? I think so, but I I also am going to watch the hell out of this show. I think it's going to be good. It's Listen to Your Heart. Yes. Okay, so apparently the premise of the show, you guys, is um, that it's not only like a dating show, but also it's a songwriting show. Yeah, so they have to make music together and also see if they find love together. It sounds so bad. I cannot wait. But you know what? The people on this are so... Super hot, Bradley. If that's any, (laughs) they are. They are so they're super hot
2: and talented. And mm -hmm. I
1: know if that's any, just you know, shallow way to get.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, shallow. I just love it. I do tend to linger in the shallow end of the pool.
1: (laughs) It's on tonight at seven o'clock on ABC. So uh, I know. Yeah, I'm we are so watching it at my house. The it's promo's ridiculous. have been good and it's the only bachelor that we have because they're not shooting the new season of The Bachelorette. And it is a gift. I'm sorry, but this is a gift straight from Bachelor Nation to us. This totally is. And the timing could not be better because what we need in this moment is crappy television that will just that we can laugh at together. Mm-hmm. It's that's, exactly and that's what, what this will be. Yeah, you're totally right. Um speaking of that, uh, crappy television, maybe we didn't we kind of laughed. We also kind of cringed more with Tiger King. Joe Exotic's spot uh, music on Spotify is on the rise. The popularity of his okay. songs is just going gangbusters. I'm Apparently, particularly in about Denmark. This? Really?
2: Oh, yeah. But- Europeans generally have a.
1: Well, those Scandinavian countries have some intrigue, like really interesting choices in music. Think about the Hoff's popularity in I, that's, Germany. That's so true. Well, Here's what I do want to say about Joe Exotic's music it's not. It is him. surprisingly not crappy. And it's because it's not him, it's a oh. band. It's another band that plays, and he like sort of sings a little bit, but doesn't really. Is that a fact? Yes, 100%. I don't you know guys. what to do with this. I read though. it on the internet. No well, So way. it must be true. <laughs> it must be true. No, it is. That was from like a reputable source. Wasn't I, just a that comment is somewhere. upsetting. No, I'm upset. I was really... It's the uh, Clinton Johnson work for band. For a That's okay. who the band is. Well, that I like them.
2: I would also like to point out that um, the Scandinavians are the ones that gave us What Does the Fox Say?
1: I mean, yeah. I don't that. know. That felt like a gift at the time. It's um I think Scandinavia is just like so many things. Like there's so many beautiful things and then there's some real weird things. And that's great. I like that take. That's it's, a beautiful take. It's just well rounded. It should be
2: like on their like travel. Yes.
1: <laughs> some great things and some weird things. <laughs> like mostly Elizabeth really great Reese. things. And then a few really weird things. Yeah, there you go. Um Abby Huntsman had multiple conversations about toxicity at the view before quitting. You know, I always love to give you the view dish. Yeah. Um and Apparently, she just could not even handle it. I mean, it. is this any surprise at all? No. It's, uh, she'd spent just over a year at The View, and then she announced she was leaving to join her father, John Huntsman Jr.'s campaign for governor of Utah. But this new book called Ladies Who Punch, oh, man, is um, saying that Abby reached her decision after multiple conversations with the ABC executives about the toxicity at the root of the show. When they didn't respond to her, she told them that she'd like to move on. According to sources with knowledge of those conversations, Abby didn't think that anyone at ABC was looking out for her. And one of her frustrations stemmed from the show's lack of management, that it's just the show is constantly dysfunctional. There are three executive producers playing a game of hot potato, not dealing with resentments or festering tensions among the co-hosts or staff. Ooh. That makes a lot of sense. It sure does. There you go. And it's not a surprise at all. Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that delightful Thanks, dirt Elizabeth, alert. Yeah. Thanks, friends. Uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. And we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on my talk one oh seven one. Thank you, Holly. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on The Colleen and Bradley Show, the MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer Bye. This is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds challenge who's
2: on the phone today colleen we've got
1: sylvie on the line and what is sylvie playing for
2: sylvie is playing for a brand new one of these
1: a my talk 1071 t-shirt did you hesitate because you thought it might be an old used one bradley well
2: no <laughs> uh because again i was like is it a pair and i'm like there ain't gonna be a pair for a while so it's mm. just the one thing wah.
3: Wah, wah.
2: hey you ready <laughs> to play the 30 second pop culture challenge I sure am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go, m'lady. Al Roker is an anchor on what morning news show? Today's show. What does Oscar the Grouch live in? Trash can. The characters Ramona and Henry Huggins were created by what author?
0: Beverly Cleary.
2: Jim Morrison was the lead singer from what band? The Doors. Brian Dunkelman was a co-host on the first season of what reality competition series?
0: American Idol. Yes! Sylvie! She did it! Sylvie! Sylvie!
1: Pew, pew! Oh, you won! Congratulations. Sylvie, you won the 30-second Pop Culture Challenge. Thank you for playing. And uh, to everybody else, uh, you will get the Keep opportunity trying. to play tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 right here because? on the Colleen and Bradley Show on my Talk 1071. Uh, And now that we've answered all of those questions, thank you to Sylvie, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item.
3: Blinded by the Item. Hot celebrity gossip mysteries abound. Here is our first one to solve. This is confirmed, by the way. Yes. This A-list mostly movie actor is back under the spell of the Svengali who keeps the actor under his thumb. If that is the case, then the actor is most likely using again.
1: Oh, is that Zach Uh-oh. Zac Efron?
3: Zac Efron.
2: No. Oh, and the Svengali is that guy. That yes. rich guy. Mohammed El Turkey. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So Zach Efron is back under the spell of Mohammed Al-Turkey, who no. keeps Zac Efron under his thumb. If that is the case, then Zac Efron is most likely using it. No. Okay, so
2: let's see here, because I've got some thoughts. Now, can you, while I'm doing this, just remind the audience about these two okay. and the things with the thing.
1: So Mohammed Al-Turkey is a, what would we call him? A film Producer. Yeah. He's like a rich guy. Yeah. Uh and,
2: producer. Yeah.
1: And uh he is heavily involved in the yachting culture. Yachting being um, the culture where celebrities and others um are made available for the entertainment of other very wealthy people. And, you know, in doing so they they can carry out any number of entertainment. Um procedures <laughs> um what? I, well you know what i mean like sometimes yeah, it's just companionship sometimes it's the cess. um in any case uh one of the things that we know about Mohammed Al turkey is whenever he has been involved with zach efron's life that's when we see zach efron acting out in bizarre ways i.e doing drugs also dating like michelle What's her last name? Oh, Rodriguez. Yeah, Ma- yeah. And
2: Michelle Rodriguez is, um, Bessie's with Mohammed, Al Turkey. Yes. And like, you can do the deep dive if you want, but you don't need to. That's what we do. So mm-hmm. just believe us when we say, um, something ain't right. It's not good in Denmark or it smells. Um, yeah. It? yeah. Something's
1: not right. And it smells in, in Denmark.
2: Denmark. <laughs> so there was an interview that he did that hot sauce video. Did you see that?
1: I didn't see it. I see. You saw
2: it. the report of The Report. I
1: saw a report of The Report, yeah, so but I didn't actually watch it.
2: Zac Efron is doing press for his new Quibi series, which, by the way, Barry the lead. Why have I not watched that yet?
1: I don't think it's out yet. It might not be. Some oh. things are not all the way out on Quibi. By the way, Quibi learned this this weekend stands for Quick Bites. Oh, cute. Yeah, there you go.
2: Um, you learn a
1: lot in just a very short period of time on the Colleen and see, Bradley show.
2: And on Quibi.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly.
2: <laughs> anyway, um, I will check into Zach Efron's show. But what I was going to say is he did some press uh, interviews. And the interview that he did on that hot sauce um, show where you eat hot sauce and talk about what you're doing. Are you
1: serious? That's a thing? Because
2: you can't just do an interview anymore. No. You have to force people to eat wings with hot sauce in Duh. varying degrees of heat, such that they are rendered speechless and not able to complete full sentences. That makes sense. But what I was going to say is... He did not... Something didn't look right with Sir Front. And I'm not going to get too specific. But ah,
1: yes, I see what you
3: mean, Bradley.
1: Is this Are the one where he today? discussed the fact that he never wants to be as fit as he was for Baywatch ever again? I believe yeah. so. Same, yeah. same That's, interview? Yeah,
2: that was like one of the high highlights uh, or takeaways high? from that interview? Is there an emphasis Carl. on high? But he look his face something didn't look right. Okay, so lie. so I'm just saying I am not thoroughly unconvinced that this blind item about him perhaps using again isn't entirely untrue. All
1: right, I'm going to be looking for that. My now.
2: very vague way of saying I don't want to believe it but Listen, I might believe I it. <sighs>
3: Confirmed celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. This was published at the beginning of the month, by the way. The next day, this former teen mom homeschools her kid uh, will be the first day. Also, if she has been doing it like she said, which she hasn't, then she has been breaking California law for the past several years.
2: Oh,
1: hurrah.
2: Hey, Abraham. Bra- yeah.
1: Sorry, I got sucked into this. uh Efron. Yeah, he doesn't look good. Yeah. It ain't right. Yeah. It right, looks something right it's Something yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, not good. Yeah. I'll fill in the blanks about Fair Abraham.
3: No worries. I get it. I get it. It's concerning. So Fair Abraham, the next time Fair Abraham homeschools little Sophia, it's going to be the first day she's done it. Also, if Farrah Abraham has been homeschooling, like she said, which she hasn't, then she's been breaking California law for the past several years.
2: And at the end of the day, you have this poor child who's going to be ruined for life. Exactly. I mean, she's going to have some resources, but still.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I uh, don't... Here's the other thing. Well, no. What? I, I don't know that... There are some parents that are better not being teachers. <laughs> That's why we have
3: a teachers. village and yeah. teachers. Exactly. Oh, I'm <laughs> and sure... I yeah. just
1: want to salute teachers, but yeah. also... I feel like Farrah Abraham is one of those parents. Who's Farrah not-
2: Abraham does not care about her daughter's education. All not Farrah Abraham bit. cares about is Farrah Abraham. Period. End of story. And and her that bank child account. is going to be living in that woman's shadow. And if you want to see what this is going to look like, just go to Courtney Stodden's Instagram account and please look at her Easter post. Thank you. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Now I got to do that. I was busy being concerned about Zach Efron, and now I got to go over to Instagram. All right. Next. Oh, we don't have time for another one. Darn it. Hey, can I just paraphrase it yes, for you, though? Yes,
3: please. Anti uh, Lawyer is alleging that Kirstie Alley might be filing for bankruptcy soon because Bye. she's funneled all of her Into Scientology, and now now the IRS is on her trail. And NT lawyer wouldn't be shocked if Kirstie Alley starts auction. Are you though? Auctioning off personal memorabilia. So if Kirstie Alley starts an auction of all of her stuff, you heard it here first.
2: Okay, I don't. I'm. We're not friends. (laughs)
1: Um. No.
2: Kirstie Alley and I.
1: She you. blocked you. She blocked me too.
2: She blocked like half our listeners. Holly, have I you think. been
1: blocked? No, not oh, yet. I'm we went sorry. through
2: this for those of you who aren't uh, haven't been around for a long time. We uh, d- we did a public campaign to get blocked by Kirstie Alley. Yeah, it worked, and it was all um, following, um, oh gosh, the, Leah Remini, yeah,
1: the departure
2: from uh, the Church of Scientology, mm-hmm. and then um, all sorts of other things, and Kirstie Alley rendered herself kind of a unfortunate human in that moment and so we called her on it and she didn't like that and so our audience called her on it and she didn't like that either so
1: it was delightful it was fun yeah when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we are going to talk to one of our partners uh here at my talk one oh dr scott Shamblot from Shamblot family dentistry uh to hear how what they are doing and uh how they are still open for business after this on my talk 107.1
0: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P.
1: S. The person behind all of this
2: is
3: Chris Jenner.
1: LLC. We drop a new
3: episode
0: every weekday, so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: Crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On My Talk 1071.
1: We are so excited to have a wonderful partner of My Talk 1071 with us in this segment on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Bradley, I'm going to let you uh, introduce our wonderful guest.
2: It's Dr. Scott Shamblot from Shamblot Family Dentistry. Um, it's- Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, how are you? I am doing well. So things have changed a little bit since last we spoke. Um, Just
4: a smidge. That was hilarious.
2: But I am glad that we get to touch base with you, Dr. Scott, because I know this is, you know, it's a challenging time for everyone. But the way that it's affected um, dentistry uh, has also been challenging. Can you tell us a little bit about how Shamblot, in particular, but dentistry overall, at least in so far as the state of Minnesota is concerned, has been affected by COVID-19?
4: So per the governor's mandate, um, all routine preventive care um, and all hygiene, so all cleanings and that type of thing, have uh, been suspended. So those are not happening now until the, the the governor gives the all clear. So what we're doing now is we're treating patients with emergencies. So if you're having pain or infection, um, those people we are treating. The goal is to treat People So that they don't end up in the emergency room and and further, you know, complicate life in the emergency room because God knows things are crazy enough there. Um, And also emergency rooms aren't really equipped to deal with dental pain and dental emergencies. They could maybe give you a prescription, but that's all they're going to do, whereas if you come to a dental office, we can actually fix the problem.
1: Okay, I'm really actually so glad to hear you say that, Dr. Shamblot, because um, I had this thought the other day. I thought, my gosh, I know that dentists are closed and can't do the routine cleanings and that kind of stuff. Um, but I I wasn't sure about what was happening in dental emergencies. And so then the question I have is, what if somebody is in a position maybe where they don't have a dentist but found, find themselves in a dental emergency? Will you be, be able to see those people as well?
4: Yes, we are seeing um, our regular patients and new patients. So anybody that calls, we have a screener that we go through to make sure that they're not Um, at risk for being active with COVID or a carrier for COVID. Um, And then we go through another screener to see if talking about pain and swelling and where they're at. And as long as they don't have anything that causes me to say we can't see them per the restrictions, um, we set up an appointment and bring them in.
2: Dr. Scott, we, you know, we've all had our own experiences reacting to the situation we find ourselves in right now. But I'm curious, as a dentist, as someone whose job it is to help people, um, you know, not only feel better, but get better. How has it just been for you sort of living through this moment and having to change parts of your business, but also um, having to, you know, respond uh, to patients as
4: well? The the whole thing has really kind of been surreal. Um I keep waking waking up in the morning thinking, Oh, everything's back to normal. It was all just a bad dream, mm-hmm. but um it's not. Um so I I consider this me doing my part to help with the the coronavirus crisis. Um we all have our own role to play in this. Mm-hmm. Um and it's important that everybody play their role as as best they can. And treating emergencies is is what I do best. That's even pre-virus. That's a big part of what I do day in and day out. So this is this is just old hat for me. This this is normal. We're we've had the added screenings and other things and other restrictions per the per the governor, but we're, we're still treating emergencies and getting people out of pain. The the people we're seeing are coming in and just Agony. Um, Mm. I I feel horrible for them, but I'm happy that I can help them and make them better.
1: You know, and the thing, um, Doctor Shamblat, that I that uh, I heard you say that really was meaningful uh, to me, and also I know to your patients and potential patients and really the world in general, is that you are trying to keep people out of the emergency rooms, meaning um, you recognize that um, the emergency rooms need to be clear and open for people with other medical emergencies, and you really are the best equipped to handle the dental emergencies even better than the emergency rooms are. And so, you know, being able to accept people when they're in an emergency situation for their dental emergency actually keeps people out of those emergency rooms.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. Let the let the people in the emergency rooms deal with the the things that they need to be dealing with and let let me or the other dentist deal with with dental issues. Because Is it just because you treat one doesn't mean that you 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 necessarily need to treat the other one. Mm-hmm. Let 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 it go to the the specialist that needs to be taking care of those things.
2: So, Doctor Scott, let's say, for example, I do have some dental pain um, or something I'm not sure might be um, dental related, and I'm not even sure if it's an emergency. What? Just walk a person through kind of how this process works now that uh, we're dealing with a, a new way of doing things.
4: So, if if you're even if you suspect that you're having a problem or an emergency, I I would call, call and let us help you screen and. And, and see if it's something that we can help you with, or if it's not, uh, we can frequently give you some advice on how to make things more comfortable to get things through until we get the all clear, and then things can be taken care of. So we're, we're typically asking, you know, are you are you having pain or swelling? Um, is the pain keeping you up at night, making it hard to sleep? Um, is it preventing you from eating or chewing? Um, is medication helping the pain like Tylenol or Advil? Um, th- those are some of the questions and things that, that, we're, that we're asking about. If it's affecting your sleep or you, you've got any signs of infection, pain or swelling or anything like that, that, that is definitely something that you need attention for quickly. And, and that's why right now I'm, I'm working Monday through Saturday nine to five in wow. the hopkins office our our saint paul office is currently closed until the all clear sounded so in a, we're taking people in hopkins nine to five and i'm helping as many people each day as i can
1: dr scott chamblatt we are so thankful that you took time out of your schedule today to chat with us and and um, we wish only the best for you and hope that uh that it is uh, soon that we get that all clear so you can get back to doing all of the wonderful things you do at Shamblott Family Dentistry. Thank you so much for joining us. And give Thank
2: us you. give the whole team at Shamblott a great big um, virtual hug from us.
4: From a distance. I will... I will do that. And me to you, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you, Dr.
1: Scott. That's Dr. Scott Shamblatt from Shamblatt Family Dentistry. 1-800-FIX-MY-TEETH. It's that easy to, to call if you've got a dental emergency. Wonderful partner at my talk 1071 When we come back, is there anything you're doing that you wouldn't normally do just because you are on quarantine? Have you been waiting for just the right
2: job? Then welcome to the end of your search.